Hello and welcome everybody to today's news tonight. This is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, our and, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. This is episode 131, and I uh, I'm your host today for uh, host for today, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined by my good friends and co-founders, Derek Bittner, Steve Bowling, and our video editor, Brandon Miracle. How you guys Hi. doing? We are back from PAX. Yeah, I, I I missed you guys. I'm like, I got you go off, you play Zelda, you go around an empty show floor, you make a guy jealous. All I had to do was, I Paint mean, be green. green. Yeah, go, I, I became green yeah. with envy. I can't help. <laughs> literally, <that>. literally, <laughs> yeah. you did a, you did a, oh god, why do you have that on your phone? That's just god, I didn't believe you kept that for now. The soul it scares me every die. time I turn it on. <laughs> sure, oh, that scares me. That's that is terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm sure we'll all have a uh, have a lot to say. Well, maybe not Derek, since I, unfortunately you couldn't come with us, man, and we missed you. We wish you could have been at PAX with us. But I'm sure the rest of us will have a little bit to say about our post-PAX uh, exhaustion. But before we get too deep in uh, into the show, uh, I want to announce something very exciting, very special. We are doing our first ever YouTube sub giveaway. So once we hit 75,000 subs on YouTube, we're going to give out a Switch OLED to a one of our random subscribers on YouTube. We're going to randomize it. All you have to do is be sub to us right here on YouTube. But yeah, we hit 75K. We're giving away a Switch OLED. So yeah, uh, you know, sub to the channel. And we will, of course, uh, you know, blast that out on social media and everything once we do hit 75K. And literally all you need to do is be sub to win, possibly win that Switch OLED. Uh, so good luck and let's get to, you know, get us to 75K and get you a Switch OLED. Uh, on another note, today's episode is sponsored by Freyhem, and they, uh, first of all, thank you, Freyhem, so much for your incredibly generous sponsorship of today's news tonight. Uh, and Freyhem would like you to know about Neebs Gaming. Uh, they are a, a funny group of content creators playing video games like Seven Days to Die, Ark Survival, Ark Survival Evolved, and Raft. But sadly, one of its cast members uh, by the name of Thick44 uh, just two months ago uh, was diagnosed with a tumor in his brain. And after the doctors oh, oh extracted God. the tumor... Yeah, it's really awful stuff. And after the doctors extracted the tumor, it turned out it was cancerous. And uh, so he's technically not out of the woods just yet. More treatment is going to be needed. So uh, Freyhem would like you to support their channel and their Patreon so that Thick44 can get the treatment he needs and, you know, make a full recovery. Uh, so please do check them out on YouTube and Patreon. That's Neebs Gaming, N-E-E-B-S. And I am going to post that in the chat right now. There are links already in the uh, description below, so you can find them there. But uh, I'm also going to post them in our chat right here. So there you go. Going to go ahead and pin that. But please do check them out on YouTube and Patreon. And uh, Thick44, we're, of course, sending you all the good vibes we have. Um, you know, we, we hope you make a full recovery. And thank you again, Freyham, not only for your sponsorship, but for dr uh, drawing attention to such an important cause, you know. Our hearts are Absolutely. with you, Thick 44, and we hope you make a full recovery. And, uh, you know, GV gang, let's show them the power of our good vibes and go subscribe and go check them out on Patreon. So thank you very much, Freyhem. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, on that note, we are back from PAX. And, uh, Derek, I know you said you were green with envy, literally, as you were uh, <laughs> done up in Shrek face paint. But uh, I don't know about you guys, Steve and Brandon, but I am still I always have to take kind of a convention recovery day whenever I can, because, you know, just conventions are, are just a completely full body, exhausting experience. 
And uh, I did rest yesterday when I got back, but I only got an, a, an hour and a half of sleep, so it didn't feel like true rest. Oh, and no. even even sleeping, of, of like getting a full night's sleep today, I have a headache. I'm still tired. I feel like I'm going at half speed. What about you guys? Well, I've only been home for 10 hours. <laughs> right? Oh, <God>. True. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'm Oof. exhausted. We ha- our, fl- our plane left at 11.58 p.m. We got back into Chicago at 6. And uh, we didn't get home until around 8. So uh, it's Jeez. been a long day for me. And I am tired. <laughs> we, we ended I believe up, it. Bad, man. We ended up, uh, you know, because because we had to check out of that motel six at 11 a.m. I I was laying there in bed contemplating all my life's choices. And I was like, <laughs> we need to just get another night. Cause I don't want to be out in the middle of Seattle with my luggage for the entire day. Uh, thankfully they yeah. gave us a discount since we weren't going to be there overnight. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I'm tired. I I'm going to sleep good tonight. I think. <laughs> wow. I hope sure so. you will. I'm shocked that you're even on the show with us, man. Like, how did you? I mean, I I, I know it was short notice, but I'm like, hey, man, if you want to join us, you can. And I kind of figured you'd be too tired and just kind of want to sit this one out. But you're like, hell yeah, let's go. How are you? I'm how are you, you making that happen? <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> when we got home, I immediately went to bed, uh, and I woke up about 20 minutes before uh, the show started. So. Oh my god. So wow, I, I was literally laying in bed. And I saw the message, and I was like, "Well, this is a good reason to get out of bed." So that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know if I I'd be. What... I don't know if I would consider this a good reason to get out of bed. Personally, it's like oh, I'm going to sleep. Well, you know, wow, it, your own show, Derek. You wouldn't consider <laughs> our own show a you, good enough reason would, to get out of bed. You you would say you you always say health and family first. And that is good, applies to Brandon as well. As well. So if you're not feeling up for it, my goodness, man, Dick, get some more sleep. <laughs> well, that's well, true. The, the, All right, I guess, guys, show over. I'm going to head back to bed. I'm uh, My head hurts. Right. My feet are gone. The, the way I see it is if I had stayed asleep, I wouldn't have slept overnight. So this is a strategic mm. play for me. Ah. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, I'm going through some I, – I definitely have a headache at the moment, and I've got uh, some stuff going on with one of my heels, I think, from just all the walking I did over the past five days. I can't remember the name of it, but I, I have that thing called – it's like planar facilius or something where it's, it feels like you have bruises in your heel, and I wow. can like barely walk on my right heel right now. It's oh, so no. painful. Yeah, but you know that's just that, that's what happens when you cover a convention and you're, you're on your feet for multiple – like what, 8 to 12 hours a day. Uh, this way, and, and this was actually, as we mentioned in our Friday episode, uh, an unusually light packs, but even a light convention is still physically exhausting. So, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, but this uh, training you know, wheels for me. So yeah. I know <laughs> I, now I have a small idea of what it's like. I, I have yeah. to say going to packs and realizing how hard it was for me to keep up with like a, a show that was at half steam made me realize that I definitely need to do something to improve my physical fitness before we get back Same. to like regular yeah. full on conventions. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Definitely. Pax kicked my ass. Like I was very, <laughs> you know, I remember, you know, all of us descending on E3 and walking literally almost two miles just to get to E3 and then spending a whole day there and then walking almost two miles back. And I used to be a okay with that. And this time I was like, nope, we're calling Ubers, we're taking buses, we're doing whatever it takes to not be on our feet. Um, yeah. 
but I will say uh, I am glad that I did not miscalculate in deciding to leave on the last day of the show because I feel great today. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fortunate. You know, I, I hopped in the car on Monday and just drove back to my right. mom's house, spent that last day visiting with family, and then flew back home yesterday. And I am, you know, I, I got to sleep in my own bed last night. <laughs> I got, nice, <laughs> you know, so I'm feeling great, um, you know, but and, and honestly, I would go back and do it again if I could. But I do recognize, like, I need to start doing ring fit or dieting or both like i need something in my life to help me prep for the next time we're all out on the road and because i want to be like daniel because uh daniel or or as we all know him in the in the community night tide he was just kicking all our asses in terms of just walking and and you know he oh yeah he had no problems (laughs) dude dude, we went out to physical fitness we went out to grab some uh, to pick up some cookies from a local, like really good cookie place in Seattle one night, and it was just uh, it was me, Daniel, and Brandon, your wife, Michaela, and we all took a walk. But what we didn't know before taking the walk, it's only about a mile, a little less than a mile, no big deal. But it turns out the vast majority of that was steep inclines because you know, again, Seattle, very hilly area. And when I say steep, I don't mean like a you know, like like that, or sorry, like that. I mean like this. It was like San Francisco-style <laughs> hills, eight blocks straight of this shit. And Michaela and I are like, oh, this sucks. And, you know, we're, like, lagging behind. And, and Dan's like, hey, guys, you know, you, you're doing all right back there? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Cookies. Yeah, man, let's go. And I'm like, I hate you and your youth, man. <laughs> give me, give me your youth and your fitness. This is just reminding me of, uh, like, I, I don't know if I'm still in good shape for this sort of thing, but walking around New York with my old laptop, which was, it had to be at least 15 pounds because the damn thing was just huge. Jesus. Um, yeah. I mean, it was the only thing I worked on. I did, uh, that was my work computer and, you know, just went with me everywhere. And so I'd be walking around New York or walking around the show, show floors and having that with me and having all the recording setups set up so I can get all the uh, stuff necessary. And my back, it was my back. It was my back killing me more than anything, but uh, my feet uh, just walking all over the place. But I don't, I I just powered through it. You just sort of stop thinking about it and just making it happen. I don't know if I can still do that. I feel like I'd be okay, at least with the weight now, just because of carrying Kai all the time. But (laughs) uh, who knows about the distance and just walking itself. One advantage yeah, I feel yeah. from having this experience at Seattle is uh, my endurance is probably at least three times higher than it was before before packs. <laughs> like, nice. I feel like I could walk nice. for a mile right now and not feel too bad about it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, and, and that's something like Steve, I totally agree with you. I, you know, this was the first, uh, you know, show we've covered since the pandemic. And I don't want to say post pandemic because it's still going on. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm used to the level of physical fitness I had before the pandemic, which was, you know, I wasn't like in the best shape of my life before the pandemic, but I was certainly more fit <laughs> than I am now. And, you know, I, I've certainly put on the, you know, some pandemic weight like many of us have. And so I'm right there with you. I'm not used to not having the energy I was used to pre-pandemic. And this this definitely put into uh, clear focus for me that I need to, you know, I need to get get in shape and, and build up my endurance a little bit before PAX East next year. Which should help me. You know, might be a full show. I guess we'll see what happens with that. Um, but you know, we we did miss you Monday, and I have to say, I I'm of two minds on that because on one hand, I wanted to get home on Monday night instead of Tuesday morning because my wife had you know the Labor Day weekend off, and I wanted more time to spend with her. Uh, on the other hand, though, there is 
almost there, there were there was such light foot traffic on Monday that I actually yeah. got to that was my one chance to be on the show floor in a chill sense and play everything I wanted to play. You know, we got to play some Bark. We got to play a few more rounds of Squish. I finally got to go to th- uh, to Thunderful and play Fire Girl. Nice. Uh, Brandon, you got to play Curse to Golf. And yeah. so we actually like got some proper time just to chill on the show floor, not have to worry about running to appointments or, you know, and or waiting in lines like Saturday got pretty congested and just play some games. So that was nice to have that experience. Uh, and we got to see Shang-Chi that night, which you were so missed for. Oh, Steve, man, I wish so you could have been there to see it. It was so good. Shang-Chi was bomb. So badly. I've heard such good things and there's I don't know how I have to wait the 45 days. There's just no way I'm going to be able to find the time to go see it. Dude, it is bomb. Yeah, seriously. Um, Well, I know we could talk about PAX for forever, but uh, we do have some news to cover today. Uh, But before that, we do have some super chats. But before that, I do want to uh, call out something said in our YouTube chat by a big time nerd saying, just wanted to say that y'all seem genuinely happier nowadays, and I'm happy for y'all. Also, really appreciate how y'all have not, not just one, but four pride flags in your profile picture. Well, Thank you, big time nerd. Thank you for following us here. We're so glad you're in our audience. And yes, I think I can speak for us all when I say we are happier here for sure. Uh, you yeah. know, just doing our own thing, having some creative control over what we want to do, uh, you know, focusing on our, our, our well-being. And, and as you said, with our profile pick, focusing and leading with goodness and inclusivity and kindness. That is what we're all about here. And uh, we're so glad that we have built up the audience, the kind of audience that aligns with us on those values and, and, you know, appreciates what we're doing on that front. So thank you so much, a big time nerd. And we're really happy to have you here. Thank you for the kind words. Um, as for super chats, first we have $5 from rec BCQ saying just became a patron might screw around to become an EP. We'll see. Then I'll need to learn to shut up. So I don't blow my budget on super chats. Well, oh, rec BCQ, thank you. And yes, you do. You give us so many super chat donations and we really appreciate it, but we'd love to have you of course, uh, as an EP as well. So, you know, Certainly take care of yourself first. Your own financial security is what matters to us first and foremost. But would love to see you in our EP squad, play some games with you two times a month. That'd be a blast. So thank you, Rec BCQ. Really appreciate the uh, the love. Uh, then we have four pounds and 49 pence from Adam O'Sullivan saying, just want to wish Natasha slash sci-fi lullabies a big happy birthday for tomorrow. Well, I didn't realize wow. happy your birthday's birthday. tomorrow, birthday. sci-fi lullabies. So thank yes. yeah, thank you for letting us know, Adam. And happy almost birthday, Natasha. And uh, you might be interested to know that we're both September babies and we're right next to another. My birthday's on Friday. So happy birthday. Happy almost oh. birthday to you. And, uh, you know, September represent. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, mine's in a week a week from yeah. Friday. Yeah. Nice. So we're wow. a week after you. Babies here. Yeah. Uh, next, it's we have $2 week. from Titus Malvolio uh, saying, good to see your face, Derek. Yeah, it's been it's been, <laughs> been a while since we've seen your face on here, man. Yeah, I had, had some issues, and fortunately, Steve was able to f- get it all figured out before uh, starting today's show, because the same problem was happening, and just tech with Steve, thank God. <laughs> yeah, King returns. Um, mm-hmm. And I also want to give a special shout-out to Titus Malvolio, uh, not only for being, uh, you know, recently rejoining the EP squad, or our EP tier on, on uh, Patreon, but also for being so cool about nar- just narrowly missing us at PAX. I, I, we really wanted to meet you. Yeah. I know you were there, and we unfortunately did have to change our fan meetup time at the last second due to an appointment time change, and you were so cool about it. I really appreciate that, and uh, I really hope we get to meet you at the next show. Thank you so much uh, for your patience and understanding on that front, and we really hope you had a good PAX. Uh, next is RC with $2 saying, oh, wait, it just got scrolled off. Where'd it go? <laughs> um, saying, big ass wins. After dark streams were hilarious. 
Oh yeah, it's me. Oh, I'm the so big good. Ass. Yep, yep. Thank you so much, RC. And those After Dark streams were so fun. We did three of them throughout the show, and uh, that was a blast. So thank you, RC. Next also, is five dollars. Sorry from... for saving the username ass in several of your games. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Let's just let's just not forget that the After Dark stream where I won twenty four stars in Mario Party Six. Okay, I just want to. I want to make God. sure we don't forget I, that little. I, yeah. I particularly enjoyed that, that stream because I was asleep <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, you were. that was the one you were asleep for, and the rest of us were playing Mario Party 6. And yeah, we played Fair Square, and it just transpired. I think I maybe had the single best Mario Party game of my life that night, and I won 24 stars. I don't know how oh it happened. Oh, my God. There was no it was way great. we could catch up. It was yeah. that stark of a, a gap. That stark of a gap. I see what you did there. Um, Five dollars from Thomas Nerds out saying, please tell me Derek has said, has said Shrek is love, Shrek is life to Kai or Amy and meant it. Derek, have you? I have not, Probably but I can know. say it now. Shrek is <laughs> okay. life. Shrek is love. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you, uh, Thomas. I still Nerds. have I really appreciate it. I, <laughs> so, I was uh, I was very yeah. close to buying that Shrek 2 on GBA for you. <laughs> I looked up gameplay of it. It actually looks better than uh, slightly better than the console version. I'll be honest. At least, at least the platform you can really? see what the hell you're doing. It's, it's hard. Yeah, to I've heard me. not good things about that. Yeah. Oh. Um, God, I, mm. Next is two more dollars from RecBCQ. Just after saying that you needed to, <laughs> you needed to shut your mouth, we got ten more dollars from RecBCQ saying I played Shrek, so Derek and I are basically bros. Yeah, sounds good true. to me. It is it, it, is, a, it is a blood brotherhood because we've we shed for that for that game. Right. I can't believe Amy uh, 100%ed it as a kid because the, the rewards for that for 100%ing it are so worthless. Just extra mini games really? and a trailer for a trailer for a Shark Tale the video game. Ooh, that's the reward for 100%? Wow. Well, not 100%. Nice. It's, it's one of the rewards as you're building to 100%. I did not 100% hey, this oh. game. Oh, okay. Well, man, and now Hestu's gift isn't looking like such a bad reward after all, is it? <laughs> Um, Rec BCQ, thank you so much. Basically the same thing, a whole heaping pile of VR. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next is $5 from Wapi Mulinga saying, Brandon, before we start, thank you. Uh, you're, you helping Roger with the Naruto videos uh, is so heartwarming to see. So how was it seeing the raw reactions? Uh, thank you for that. Uh, this has been a quite a process for me and Roger. We started this back in February, and he just wrapped up Naruto, I want to say two days ago. I think I uh, rated him when he was on the last three episodes. So, oh, okay, good. I think it was this past Saturday. I want to say, yeah. Nice. Oh my gosh, it's Naruto is one of the most important anime to me because uh, I remember when Dragon Ball ended, and I felt so empty and hollow inside because I like I watched it every day of my life. Uh, uh-huh. So I was like, I needed something to kind of fill that hole, and, and Naruto was that for me. Uh, and getting to relive it through Roger uh, has been really special for me. And, uh, yeah, so I, I thank you for that. Uh, it means a lot. Yes. Now thank to you so make much, you do Wampi. the same thing with me by watching every single episode of the One Piece anime. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thousand thank you anime. so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Wapi, for your continued generosity. We see you in, this, in chat and in Super Chats all the time. So, seriously, thank you so much. Uh, thank we're, you. We're just love to have you here. Uh, next is two dollars from Late Night Sprite saying Steve Bowling to Steve Soling in ten easy steps. I, I think that was supposed to say Steve Swoling. 
Oh, oh swelling. Swelling. I, 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 wasn't I read it as like, Souling, and I'm like, I'm going to be a pig. Yeah, is it like Souling? I was like, damn. They corrected a few chats down. Steve Swolling. Oh, I see. Okay, thank you for that. I I didn't want to be that person who's like, I don't get it, but I didn't get it. Now I get it. So, cool. Um, Next is uh, five pounds from Spicy Pandotter saying, hey, guys, hope you're all good. Just played Psychonauts for the first time and loved it. Immediately bought the sequel and ready to dive in. I am so excited to play those games. There were too many good games coming out. I'm still working my way through Great Ace Attorney, and there is No More Heroes. There's Psychonauts 2. There's freaking Tales of Arise, WarioWare. Stop. (laughs) Stop for the love of God. Never stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next is uh, one euro and 99 pence from the Shadow Hermit saying birthday bathtub stream hype. You know what? I'm not going to say I'm definitely going to be in the bathtub on my birthday, but I'm not going to say I'm definitely not. Let me see if I can pull that together. I still have my summer hat. I still, God, I still have some great glacier grape soap bubble <laughs> bath stuff that smells you know you awful. Don't have I do have to put that in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have to. That's true. I don't. That's a good point. I don't have to do that. So my, I'm not going to promise, but, but I, I will see like if a, I can get that done. I'm noticing a merch opportunity here for some good vibes bath bombs. <laughs> oh man, that's true. Oh, man. Who would we get to make us a bath bomb? bomb? I, I don't know. More I importantly, like... what flavor would we all be? What what scent? I have never. Well, we have, we have to have the alliteration. So <laughs> not flavor. I should say, so, yeah, scent. What scent would we all be? Hmm. Gamer. <laughs> Just that's whatever gamer scent. is in your smelling... heart, that's what it smells oh. like. That's, that's not a good scent. Ashy <laughs> apple, apple cinnamon cookie. So I'll t- I'll take that. Oh, well, well, see, so if I can't do ashy apple, you've, you've already claimed claimed apple, then I don't know what I would do. Mine, I, mine maybe, would maybe just be chicken. I mean, let's chicken? be real. Nice. My, you can nice. actually get a Steve Bowling GVG bath bomb right now. It's called chicken bouillon. Just drop that in the tub, <laughs> and you're <Yes>. set. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, soup. thank you, Shadow Hermit. I'm not going to guarantee that'll happen because my wife is taking me off on my, uh, for my birthday after the show on Friday, so I don't want to, like, you know, mess up any plans there. But I'll see if I can pull that together. Uh, finally, we have $20. Wow, $20 from a nerd's rambling thank you saying so much. to me. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Uh, saying to me, it feels like Colors Ultimate most likely did not have enough testing time because of working conditions put, because of work at home conditions and time. Happy patches are easier to do in 2021 compared to 2006. Yeah, we do know that that Sega is already looking into the issues and and uh, are are trying to get a patch out as soon as possible. But uh, and that actually is a perfect segue into our first news story. So thank you for that. But we did just get one more super chat from Mike oh, two F more. saying uh, two more. Okay, well here's uh, one of them. One dollar ninety nine cents from Mike F saying I'm late, but it's good to see everyone together. Yes, it is. I'm so yeah. happy we got the full crew mm-hmm. back together. Seriously. Uh, the was, other uh, one is from Luigi and Daisy 315 cool. right above it. Yes. Got it. For $2 saying who would win in a fight, Wario or King DDD? Well, I'm biased here. I don't like Wario as a character, and Kirby <laughs> is my favorite Nintendo character of all time, and DDD is a Kirby character, so my vote goes to King DDD. I'm going to say Wario because I feel like DDD would be distracted by a fart. And then while he's wondering why Wario would do that, Wario hit him with a motorcycle. Yeah. Wario does have Wario Man as a transformation. He does, but then compare that to DDD's Final Smash, which is one of the best in Ultimate. I mean, DDD's Final Smash is badass. It is. Mm. That's true. I'm going to even announce that he's a giant hammer. I mean, that is true. 
That, that is yeah, but DDD has a hammer, and I, I don't know. I feel like DDD would wreck him. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I, I think DDD with the hammer, with especially with like the jet, the mechanical jet hammer he has, I don't know. And he can float. I, I think I think this goes and, even even beyond my, my oh, anti-Wario yeah. bias. I and think this goes to DDD. Amagish and uh, Evernight say DDD can get swole. Buff DDD. That's true. Buff DDD. And there's mass DDD as well, so... Yeah, but, uh, well, we have spent quite a bit of time talking about packs and going through Super Chats. Thank you all so much for your incredibly generous donations. But we do have news to get to, and uh, as I said, our first news story concerns Sonic Colors Ultimate and some major problems going on, uh, especially with the Switch version. So let's get that story up on screen. So, as I said, Sonic Colors Ultimate has arrived, but not in a particularly polished state. Uh, also, here comes the Sonic Colors uh, hype police here in L.A., Apologize for the sirens, everybody. No, more like but slander police. How dare you? The slander police, right. Uh, so the Switch version uh, in particular of Sonic Colors Ultimate has turned out to be extremely buggy, uh, including lots of visual glitches that could be seizure risks. So everyone out there, be very careful uh, if you're playing the Switch version, if you are epileptic or suffer from epilepsy. And also be careful of watching Sonic Colors Ultimate glitch videos because there have been, uh, there, you can see them now. There are clips online of just the graphics going wild and like, crazy colors all over the screen and flashing and it's almost like you're at a rave i guess but without actually going to a rave it's really weird stuff uh, and there was a, a bit of a bit of a misdirection i guess for a little bit th- uh, with folks thinking that this was this was only happening with people playing on emulator and that turns out that's not the case this is happening on legitimate switch hardware as well but it's not just the switch so steve before the show we were talking about a little bit and you were saying you played the ps4 version of sonic colors ultimate for a little while last night and you had some issues too right man yeah so um and actually late night sprites just corroborated what i was saying in the patron chat uh so uh when we arrived at pax sega sent me like the day we landed a review code for sonic colors ultimate on ps4 um <clears throat> I actually just got around to installing it today and played it for a few hours uh this morning and the PS4 version playing on PS5 through backwards compatibility suffers from uh major uh frame drops or or more accurately freezing. Uh so right. I played the first couple levels and Sonic will just get locked in place. Like the whole game will lock. It'll it'll soft lock for about 2 seconds at a time, then you'll run some more, Jeez. then it'll soft lock again. And this happened for me about, on average, five to six times per stage. Uh, It it is wildly distracting. Um, Not only that, something about the physics in the game just feel off compared to the Wii version, in my opinion. Uh, Like, Sonic felt a bit more floaty. uh, Just nailing jumps didn't feel exactly the same as it did in the Wii version to me. Um, and that makes sense because uh, we've since learned that the game isn't like a remake. It's actually like a recreation. So it's not like upgraded from the original source code. They didn't use the original source code at all. They rebuilt the mm-hmm. game from scratch using a new engine. And it was like an open source engine that Sega apparently didn't properly credit the creators of in the credits of the game. It, there's mm-hmm. just this whole thing is a huge fiasco to the point that Honestly, I'm a little surprised they sent a review code at all. Uh, I'm surprised they sent review codes yeah. to anybody in this case. I, did right. they not know? Or like, well, it, it feels so yeah. odd. 
And what's interesting too is that as it, it reviewed fairly well when the review scores came out, even the Switch version. So, and it is important to note that it isn't across the board necessarily. Our very own top dog here in our live audience patron chat uh, says they really love Sonic Colors Ultimate, and they've been playing the Switch version and haven't experienced any glitches. So. This isn't something apparently that's happening to everybody. Uh, and also Leftox in our patron chat said they've seen people report their playthroughs without encountering any game-breaking glitches. So it's a weird situation. Sorry, Steve, I didn't mean to cut you off. I yeah. just wanted to get that out. Well, what I was going to say is I've talked to a few folks that had the game very early. Um, and I was told that somehow, like the initial, like the very first version, the 1.0 that none of us have, right? Uh hmm. Some of those reviewers that had the 1.0 build of the Switch version say it was a lot more stable, and then updates came out during the uh -oh. review period that made it worse, which seems, like, counterintuitive. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's a little backwards. Yeah, yeah, normally it gets better yeah. with each update, but apparently they broke it more. Uh, so that's why initial reviews were kind of more <laughs> on the positive side is because they were playing with earlier code interesting. and okay. and updates along the way introduced a lot of these issues which i find interesting um, if the updates are introducing issues that might mean that there's an underlying fundamental problem with the game yes yeah yeah right. I, it, I, I, hmm. I it's really weird and i mean it's not just related to these uh potentially dangerous for epileptics visual glitches either like there is a video here i'm looking at right now by janic films on twitter the game will not open from the main switch menu the game will not open uh hopefully they've been able to get it open since then uh but they just straight up can't open the game and there are reports of the game crashing on switch as well um now interestingly enough though um uh, according to captain vxx on twitter nintendo actually is willing to issue refunds in this case uh which that seems to be how severe this this problem or these problems actually are. The last time we heard of a major platform holder doing this was, of course, with Sony and the major uh, issues with the last gen versions of Cyberpunk 2077. Um, but yeah, Captain VXX on Twitter here says refunded Sonic Colors Ultimate on Switch. If you plan on asking for a refund, Nintendo actually is willing to give it since apparently they are aware of the issues now. Please let this be known. Now, of course, your mileage may vary here. Don't let this, you know. Don't I don't want to? Yeah, I immediately see your response saying they didn't get a refund by calling Nintendo, so it seems to be a yeah. little up in the air. There, there, there may also be may some caveats to this. Uh, Nintendo knows how long you've played a game. I know Steam, for instance, has their refund policy says if you've played it over like five hours or something, they won't refund you. Uh, Nintendo may very well have some unpublicized metric for <laughs> for what warrants a refund or what doesn't. Like if you bought it, played <laughs> it for ten minutes, and realized it's crap. You know, they, they actually do have ways of knowing that. So uh, that could be part of it. Um, I saw someone in our chat. I want to say it was the YouTube chat mentioning they beat the game and now want a refund. I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo didn't offer yeah. that refund. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, it is a shame. I, I, wa I want to play this. I was thinking of picking up the uh, the PS4 version of Sonic Colors Ultimate. Uh, you know, I, I, I won a couple of Amazon gift cards from uh, winning the video game music Name That Tune panel at uh, PAX this past week. And I thought I'd just put them toward that. But maybe I'll wait. Maybe I'll wait until the hold off. I, as someone yeah, who yeah. also yeah. really loves the original, I can tell you yeah. one level in, I'm very disappointed with how it is. I would I would wait for updates for sure. Definitely don't spend, you know, full price on this right now. Um, yeah. To the folks that were worrying about Monkey Ball uh, potentially having similar issues, Sega farmed uh sonic colors ultimate out to to a different developer 
So, you know, I, and, and blind squirrel, that, I think, right. Yeah. Blind squirrel yes. did this. And I would not take this as, as an indictment of the quality of any other Sega games. Cause it's going to be different yeah. development houses. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't worry about our lost judgment or our, or our monkey ball. I think those will be fine. Well, the weird thing is, right. is that this should have been easy sla- slam dunk, um, for, for Sega. And th- these guys do pretty good work. They did mass effect, the legendary edition, uh, border, the borderlands game of the year, enhanced edition, uh, bio, Bioshock, the collection. They're all good ports. I don't know what happened with this one. If Why I had to they guess, choose to rebuild the game instead of that's what it. I'm wondering. I'm wondering yeah. if mm-hmm. Sega stepped in and they're like, "Oh, we can't, you know, port this code. You're going to have to rebuild it. Here's the design docs or something really weird like that." Because, like I said, even playing it, it feels it, it's definitely recognizable as Sonic Colors Ultimate, but it feels off. Like the jumping, very specifically, feels off. Um, That's interesting because Rob Armand X in our patron chat said the physics are unchanged. I haven't played it myself yet, so I, I can't comment. But I do remember Sonic feeling pretty floaty in Sonic Colors to begin with. So yeah, it, it I'm could curious. very well be just a case of mistaken memory. It's been a very long mm-hmm. time. Like Sonic Colors is not a game I dug up in the last 10 years and played again. Um, <laughs> right. So I could be totally off base on that. It just feels weird. But um, yeah. Yeah. And I and like I said, I've played one a whopping one level of the game. It just you know, the issues are enough to keep me away from it right now. Sure. Uh, just to Fair offer enough. a warning out there to folks, uh, uh, Smon CDA honk. I'm not sure how to say that on Twitter saying they set up some visual, uh, glitches by just planet hopping in, in the main stage select menu. If you planet hop enough quickly enough, that can apparently result in some visual glitches. So just, a, just a warning out there for any of you who could be at risk of epilepsy. And, uh, for those of you who are curious, what these visual glitches look like, assuming you're not at risk, you can find a video of what they look like uh, uh, at Nintendo World Reports Twitter. We're not going to show it here, of course, because, you know, yeah, epilepsy warning. But if you're curious and you're safe, then you can find out what we're talking about over there on uh, Nintendo World Reports Twitter. This um, is like a well, memory leak problem. Just think so? Maybe? Just based on how that was triggered. But, you know, I don't know yeah. enough to know for sure. Right, right. Well, we do have a few more news stories to get through, but we also have some Super Chats to read out. So first is five more dollars from RefBCQ. Thank you so much, saying, I feel like it's fitting that the Nintendo version of the Sega game is the least playable version. Also, I said I had to learn to shut up. Okay, that's an important <laughs> distinction. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that clarification, RefBCQ. And uh, seriously, thank you so much for all your incredible uh, you know, donations. You really are just, they just keep coming in, and we really love having you in our audience. Thank you so much. Uh, $10 from a nerd's rambling saying, uh, Hey guys, I watched the video format later of the whole episode. Got to play some Mario Kart with my sister before I leave for college in a few hours. Oh, wow. Keep up the good oh, work yeah. and vibes. Well, wow. Well, yeah, yeah certainly go play Mario Kart with your sister. That is more important. Family first always, but, uh, we hope you enjoy the, the episode later when you watch it have fun playing Mario Kart with your sister and good luck in college. Uh, you know, but really just sending you all good, sending you the best vibes we have for your first college experience. That's a big deal. Mm. Absolutely. I know Brandon read the next super chat already. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, yeah. oh, I have not seen it. It actually hasn't come out, come out for me. Oh, there it is. Okay. Hang on. Uh, $5 from, Oh wait, no, I think I missed a few. Hang on. Yeah. Sorry, next is canceled. loyal dingo. Yeah. Loyal dingo with $5 saying, hi, Brandon, our local Arby's employee is very proud of you. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. About I don't this know what this thing bit we got is, going on. but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the, sure uh, I get it. 
all of the occupational professionals in Loyal Dingo's life are very proud of me, and I, <laughs> I'm i happy about that, but I, do. I, I, I need to know why. I mean, if they're proud of you, they should get you some free uh, roast beef sandwiches or something. Like, come on. I'll take that. I'm hungry yeah. right now. I mean, so far we've had, what, a marriage counselor? A uh, pediatrician. A pediatrician <laughs> and now an Arby's employee. So you've got almost every basic need covered at this point. <laughs> yeah. Free free Arby's for life for Brandon over here. I think that sounds I fair. Guess so yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm Man's trying to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank true. you, loyal Dingo. Really appreciate it. Uh, next is uh, five pounds for Mister L saying, "Why couldn't we have just gotten an, gotten an emulation of the Wii game? Maybe then we could have had sixty FPS on Switch." That's a great question. It, it is shocking to me that they, you know, were not able to get Sonic Colors running at 60 FPS on Switch. Of course, there's not going to be any 4K, but this is a Wii game we're talking about. And I don't think this is a case of the Switch being too underpowered to handle the game. No, uh, it, not it at definitely all. does. Yeah, not at all. So I, I did yeah, somebody on really YouTube mention that um, or John, John Cartwright retweeted a thread that talked about how um, they got handed a raw deal. Uh, that was back in June, so it might be a bit that uh, they just Sega screwed them over a little bit and didn't give them a lot of time, or something else was Sonic missing. Ram all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find what he said, but yeah. Uh, thank you, Mr. Albert. Super appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, next is five dollars from from Mwape Mulinga. Uh, again, saying, so, Brandon, you're a fellow Naruto fan, Sakura hater, and mixed fan of Sasuke. So thoughts on Boruto the series. Hashtag Sakura sucks. Hashtag Sakura x Sasuke. Why? Well, Sasuke? All, I am not a Sakura hater. I side with Roger on this. I actually love Sakura, and I think she's hated unfairly. Uh, but that's oh, tough okay, that's time. definitely different. Um, as, as far as my thoughts on Boruto, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I think it's a better ending to naruto than naruto's actual ending i consider it the ending for me personally um as far as boruto as it is right now uh the the anime is kind of middling i am enjoying the manga especially now that kishimoto's on board um i know that's not a popular opinion but that's my opinion so there you have it no the boruto manga is bad and you should feel bad for liking it also the art (laughs) looks like whoever drew those peachy folders from the 70s is making manga now like, I definitely the... <laughs> don't like the art. I'll side with you on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see where Kishimoto takes the story. We could have an hour-long discussion just about Naruto, though, so I'll just leave it at that. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, next up is $5 from Leftox Fluxington. That's quite a name. Leftox Fluxington. That's cool. Uh, with saying, the Sonic Colors Ultimate launch situation is an absolute mess, but the soundtrack is not. Listened to it at work today and loved almost all the remixes. You're speaking my language. I have not uh, listened to the remix or all the remixes yet, but it is high on my priority list to do so, and I can't wait to hear you know what they did with all the main level tracks. So I'm really looking forward to that, yeah. and uh, glad to hear you enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to seeing what I think as well. Uh, so yeah, thank you for uh, that that bit of uh, info, Left Docs, and thank you so much for the donation. Uh, with that said, we do so, uh, have real a few quick more... before we move on. I did find okay. the thread and. So, Blind Squirrel, um, basically the person compares it to the fact that uh, them and Sega kind of mix like oil and water. Because Blind Squirrel, one of their things is uh, they they have like a couple of tenets uh, that we all agree with. We believe in a healthy work-life balance. We believe crunch culture is toxic. We believe in time off. 
and we believe in fun. And that is all about Blind Squirrel and just how they run it themselves as a company. But apparently Sega can be a bit of an um, um, unreasonable contractor when it comes to these things. And uh, because they were over, it was Sega overseeing development, uh, it just um, did not work. Plus, uh, Blind Squirrel uh, usually doesn't usually handle Switch stuff. So they were thrown into the wolves there where they're just not used to the Switch architecture. And uh, yeah, some, uh, some stuff like that. So according to this person, Sega hired a studio and ordered several versions, versions for platforms that they're known to work on and want to want on a platform that can't match up to the competition in power. This is why uh, Colors Ultimate is held back. It's one studio having to compensate on every platform for one platform. So every one was held back because of the Switch version. So, Whoa. okay. Yeah. Hmm. You well, that basically... definitely sounds like some development cultural issues between Sega and Blind Squirrel. Go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, you would think that the move there then would be to get somebody like Panic Button or somebody with a lot of Switch experience to port, right. port whatever it is Blind Squirrel makes to the Switch, even if it's a bit later. Yeah, Forever I think Sega was like, no, we got to have everybody at the same time. <laughs> oh, God. I kid, I joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I missed what I Ash kid. said. Oh, boy. Where is it? What were you oh, saying, hold Steve? on. Uh-oh. Something. Steve's up to something. We don't know what, though. Um, the, the whole situation is really unfortunate with Sonic Colors. I, I was so excited for the remaster. What you got for us, Steve? So when I returned from PAX, I found that my brother had got me this. And this was incredibly exciting. Oh, sick! Except there's a little limited run logo there. Because oh. it's the Forever Entertainment version of Panther Track. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hating. I hate it for you, Steve. I, I just want to walk away for your sake. That's, That's unfortunate. That's I rough, didn't man. That when I was looking at it at, on uh, your mom's kitchen I know, table. I know. When I saw it, I was like, that "Oh hurts. my god!" I was like, "How? How did you manage this?" And I'm like, "He's like, it's the bad version." I was like, "Ah, <laughs> I hate you." He should have just not mentioned that, and maybe you wouldn't have seen it. Maybe you would have gone forever. Oh god, it would have been funny for the... Steve to boot that up and then all of a sudden realize, like, I've been had. Yeah, <laughs> the son of a bitch lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should go ahead and get on to our next news story, which is our other big story of the day. And it concerns the return of a uh, beloved classic. So let's get that up on screen. Uh, and so Alan Wake Remastered has been has been announced by Remedy for uh, consoles and PC. In this case, uh, by consoles, I mean PS5 and Xbox Series X. And it will include 4K visuals and include dev commentary. Uh, and that's uh, specifically commentary from creative director Sam Lake. And I'm sad to say I have not played Alan Wake. I came so close many times uh, years ago, back when the original version was out on 360. I've heard really good things about it. But I just, I'm, I'm sorry to say I don't have too much of a personal touch point here in terms of you know experience with the game. D do any of us have any experience with this game hands-on? I know it's no. well liked, and I know these yeah, guys went too. on to make Control, which everybody loves. Um, yeah. Right, but I mean, I, I just missed it. I think it was because it was mainly an Xbox exclusive. I want to say, for, at least for a while, yeah. and that's a big reason I missed out on it. It was sort of that big Xbox title, and I just like, well, it's uh, I, I missed it. Heavily focused on the flashlight. Uh, I do know that. Um, yes, Robert Arman X. It was 360 PC, which explains why I missed right. it because I didn't have a 360. 
Um, but yeah, gotcha. it, excellent lighting for the time and uh, it did, did pretty well. Um, I, I will say developer commentary should be something that happens more often. I love developer commentary because you and it does not show yep. up a lot. Um, yeah. Just being able to play and listen to devs like talk about things like pre-recorded or something like that. I don't know. It'd be fun. This, I, I like it. It's ever since I first yeah. experienced it in the original Sly Cooper, I'm like, oh, I want this more. Yeah, I, I would like to check this out. Um, it, it, I've always heard really good things about it. Uh, and, and despite the fact that I played heavily on my Xbox 360 back in 2010, I just never got around to it. But it seems like something I would like. I know it's very much, uh, you know, it's kind of steeped in in horror, which I like. I love horror games. And uh, although Video Games Chronicle describes it specifically as an action-adventure game, uh, and for those of you who are not familiar with Alan Wake, it follows a best-selling thriller novelist as he tries to uncover the mystery behind his wife's disappearance uh, all while experiencing events from his latest book, which he cannot remember writing. And that sounds like a super interesting premise to me. And I haven't really ever heard anything bad about this game. So I hope time permitting that maybe I can finally experience it through this remaster, which I believe is, uh, as far as we know, is just arriving in fall right now. We don't have a specific release date, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a, a leak targeted, uh, targeted it for October, which seems like it could be possible given that that falls right within fall but who knows uh it doesn't seem as though we're going to be waiting very long for this either way yeah that's awesome i i hope i can finally check it out but i'm going to be honest if i miss it i i don't know what i'm missing so i'll be fine (laughs) right (laughs) right all unknown uh video games chronicle does specify that this is the first time that uh, ever that alan wake will be available to a playstation audience because it was exclusive to the 360 and pc back in 2010 which Man, twenty. How is this game already eleven years old? It's weird for me to call it a classic, and and I, I call it a classic because people love it. But it's just weird calling an Xbox three hundred and sixty game a classic when you grew up with the NES and Super Nintendo. <laughs> it's so strange. Um, but I know a lot of people have been wanting this for a long time. I, I, I often have heard about people wanting Alan Wake to return, either in a remaster or a sequel, and it's happening. Um, and and not only just the remaster. Uh, the Video Games Chronicle interview here specifies that uh, Remedy has, had announced in March 2020 that it had signed publishing agreements with Epic Games for its next two unannounced titles, with the first one being a AAA multi-platform game that's already in pre-production, while the, uh, while the second was described as a smaller-scale project set in the same franchise. Uh, however, they, they also go on to say that GamesBeat reporter Jeff Grubb claimed in March that one of those two games was going to be Alan Wake 2. So maybe this is just the beginning for a resurgence of Alan Wake. Who maybe. knows? I mean, it makes sense after all that time to... You know, here's a remaster and here's a sequel. Boom. Right. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, either way, it's, you know, exciting times for Alan Wake fans. And I would like to check out what I've been missing uh, when this remaster comes out. We'll see what happens. Uh, but before we move on to the next news story, we do have one more super chat that just came in from Jacob Tucker with $5 saying, hey, GVG, just made steak, eggs and fries for dinner. Uh, what are you guys eating for dinner tonight? P.S. Sakura sucks. Hinata for the win. <laughs> um thank you jacob so much for your donation i know man i i only watched a little naruto or i didn't really read any but i only watched a little sakura seemed fine but i can't speak from a I, from I a place or more of moments I, I think fans of uh naruto are more upset that sakura never gave naruto the time of day really and mm-hmm. and they see that as some kind of weird betrayal but she never liked him like never yeah, like she was never that was the whole point in that, that way and did she Hinata, owe him the time of day? 
in, she, in the last she Naruto always the movie has been in love with Sasuke like from the beginning. That's what I thought. I remember. Yeah. yeah. And in the and, last Naruto the movie there's a really like poignant conversation between Naruto and Sakura where they discuss uh that relationship between each other and uh if you're a Sakura hater, I think you'll like her a lot more if you if you watch that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's also it's also an interesting mirror between the relationship between Tsunade and Jiraiya, which I think is uh Oh, true. There's there's some kind of like foreshadowing there for how their relationship will mature over time. But anyway, <laughs> Hinata's the best, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> nice. Always nice. Um as for what we're eating for dinner, um my, my wife has insisted that we go out to get Korean barbecue tonight because I've been gone for the past 5 oh, days. Don't make me kill you so soon. God I mean, I, I wasn't going to mention it, but, you know, Jacob did ask. I'm sorry, Brandon. We tried to get Brandon some all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue while we were in Seattle. It turns out Seattle really isn't uh, – they don't they don't really do all-you-can-eat uh, Korean barbecue or sushi, it turns out. So I'll tell you it what, wasn't Brandon, able to happen. You, you book that $40 flight here, and I will buy you uh, Korean barbecue. Hell yes. <laughs> right. And or, and or, I mean, you know, you'll certainly be joining us for E3, I'm sure. So if it, if that doesn't happen, I promise when you're in L.A. for E3 next year, assuming that's all happening in person, we are ab- definitely going to take you out to Korean barbecue right here in K-Town, man. It's got to happen. Uh, it is past time. <laughs> it is past time. So, yeah, Korean barbecue for me. What about you guys? Uh, Amy made burgers. <laughs> and that I'll was really good. I'll go downstairs. <laughs> I, all actually, right. I have no idea. But uh, I hope it's good, whatever it is. Mm. <laughs> Michaela's like, I'm tired. I have made you bad food on purpose. <laughs> Here, I went out and got Arby's. <laughs> there nice. you go. There we go. A very nice. proud Arby's employee is waiting outside. <laughs> it's a minute drive for me. I'll go there and they'll be waiting for me. <laughs> I love it. Um, we just got one more super dad that just came in from Black Ninja with five dollars, saying, "Good vibes, all." Finished No More Heroes three this morning at three a.m. Holy shit! <laughs> and I'm just going to assume that Steve knows exactly what you're. T- I know Steve knows yeah, exactly for, what you're talking for one, about. One, uh, there's man, I got I gotta say, once you beat No More Heroes three, you'll be on the Travis touchdown in Smash Train with me. If you've beat it, you <laughs> understand. Uh, mm-hmm. there's there's a uh, it revived my hope. But that being said, I don't think it's going to happen. I just want it to. It shows me what I... Sure. Yeah. It, it it kind of illuminates why I want him in Smash so bad. Right, right. Huh. I got to play this myself. I, I just... I need the time to get to it. See, I just had a thought. I've not played this game whatsoever. Um, all I know is basically what I saw of your review, Steve, and how it kind of works in other genres. Now, I'm, I had a thought. And I'm like, is that what this fun... You're almost certainly on the right track. You're almost certainly on the right track. That's clever. Okay, I think it just hit me. Yeah. All right. I need that's, to play this okay. fucking game. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I, 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 that's to me. That's not a spoiler because I'm just going off of. That's a mini analysis. We'll call it that. Mini deep dive is like go. just based off words and doing. I've been playing a lot of Grey Ace Attorney. I'm in detective mode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, all right. Well, we do have some more news stories to cover today, so let's go ahead and roll right on to that third news story, which brings us back to the Yakuza franchise. So the gamer has just rolled out an interview, a wide, really a wide-ranging interview with uh, Ryoga Kotoku Studios and Lost Judgment director Kazuki Hosokawa, talking about Lost Judgment's development, of course, but also uh, kind of going into some interesting points about the future of the Yakuza series and uh, another really important point, which we'll get to <laughs> in a little bit. 
But uh, the, the main thing from here, and I know, Steve, you'll want to go in and, and probably read this just to, to find out all about Lost Judgment and its development. But what's really interesting is that uh, Hosokawa implies that it is possible that the Yakuza series or future Yakuza games may uh, explore different countries with established protagonists. And I'm really curious what that could look like. I don't know, but I love that somebody responded with this weird um, Dublin street brawl where this guy is just uh, doing roundhouse kicks and chasing off like three <laughs> other people. And I'm like, uh-huh. what the heck? Right. Um, well, I guess to be I'm fair, just kind of I guess we do. That and be like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, I guess to be fair, we do already have something of a, of a potential look at what that could look like with sleeping dogs, uh, which was mm-hmm. very Yakuza-esque and, and uh, was not, you know, it didn't take place in Japan, but it's interesting that we're talking specifically about established protagonists in different countries. And I'm wondering if that means we could potentially see the return of Kiryu later on traveling somewhere for some reason. Uh, hopefully, I mean, you know, I want to say give Kiryu a rest. We need Ichiban in another game first. And who knows? Maybe that means he's, you know, he's going to head, head to a different country in the Yakuza 8. But I just find that very interesting. I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have expected them being willing to explore that angle. I want to see a, a game that follows the mafia. I think that'd be pretty cool. It wouldn't it sure. wouldn't stray too far from from Yakuza in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, the, there's mafia connections in my family, so it's kind of interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. It wants to be in the next game. Put me in the game. <laughs> uh, it would be it, interesting to see Kiryu handling like the Yakuza branch of a, a dealing with the crime families and all of the craziness that goes over goes on in America. Right. Yeah. I mean, if there, there's the the series is already so so rich having just been confined to Japan. I can't imagine just the long, long, long list of ideas and themes and, and other things they could explore by taking it outside of Japan. There are so many things they could do. Um, Another key point here is that uh, Hosokawa also says they want to continue with worldwide launches for, future rgg studio games which i think is i think i know steve you would love that and i think we oh, all would. yeah uh normalized it's really nice worldwide launches. This world. yes <laughs> normalized nice. i completely agree um so this is a a really great there's way too much to talk about here in terms of lost judgments development process for us to cover here today <laughs> in this discussion but if you are interested in you know reading more about this we are going to have a link to this interview in the video description below but i'll also go ahead and post it here in the chat if anybody uh you know any lost judgment fans out there really want to uh take a look because it, it does go really in depth you gotta love the randomness of that uh him saying cure you is stronger than john wick i'm like i know right? that's that's the other thing yeah that's I, the other thing it. this is i know i i, 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 yeah. I believe that Kiryu, not having played any games i believe cure you could kick john wick's ass in a fist fight but john wick has guns at all times yep. I exactly like the that's the thing thinks. this, this is, that, is what i said at pax yeah. on the last night i was like i was like yeah he might take him out in a fight but john wick is gonna shoot him in the face like immediately <laughs> exactly john wick doesn't hesitate yeah yeah it's kind of his that thing is, yeah that's the thing is that you know cosma has you know principles he has certain things he won't do john wick doesn't give a fuck he will shoot your face off if he needs to <laughs> and and that's the thing is I, I think if you strip guns if you strip weapons from the from the fight I do think Kazuma probably it's, it's wins. It's tough because we've seen John Wick kill hard, with though. pencils and uh, books. books. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. He is good with other things, but 
I, I yeah, I think when you really break it down, John Wick's a little more resourceful than uh, Kazuya, uh, Kazuya mm, uh, sure. or Kazuma, excuse me. Um, but I don't know. Like, if they had a fight in a library, I think you know John Wick's gonna win. If they were fight, fighting out in the street, there's a garbage can nearby. I still think John Wick's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Well, it's interesting because this interview, by the way, was conducted by the gamers Jade King. And, uh, you know, the, the Hosokawa's response to this question is, I think Kiryu is probably stronger than John Wick because you can't kill him even after shooting him with a gun. Uh, however, uh, uh, Hosokawa also specifies that Judgment's protagonist isn't so lucky. On the other hand, Yagami is human. He isn't superhuman like Kiryu. And since John Wick is pretty good with knives and guns, I don't think he'll have a chance against him. So... We, we, I guess now this this officially makes it canon that Kiryu is superhuman, and uh, Yagami just doesn't doesn't have that same that so same we're, level. We're of getting strength. a strength uh, ranking, so we got Kiryu above uh, uh, Yagami, but where is Ichiban in all this? Oh, Ichiban's off the fucking charts, man! I love that man so much. <laughs> Uh, he's just he's completely off the charts. I love him so much. Uh, I would be curious though. I wish the interview had covered that, but. Uh, it it is it's it's interesting thinking about you know how the two compare in, in power levels, but I, I agree. Even if even if uh, you know Kiryu is superhuman and you know can can take damage from guns and knives, there are only so many guns and knives one can take damage from. And John Wick, as we know, is like basically made of guns and, and knives. He's just a walking. He's weapon also taking so. a ridiculous amount of punishment be- between the movies two and three. I think he's like yeah. got the crap beat out of him how many times in like five days? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I yeah. think we could put it this way, and I know that Cosmo would never do this, but if Cosmo killed his dog, it's over. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. I think yeah, I think if Cosmo, but not that Cosmo would ever do such a thing because he is an honorable man. He would never do that. But let's just say he did. It's over for Cosmo. There's no. What, there's nowhere what, he what could go. Cosmo stand up for his do. boss. Killing a dog. Sorry? Yeah. If Cosmo's boss killed John Wick's dog, I know we're off on a wild wild tangent at this point. Would Cosmo stand up for it and be like, no, that was dishonorable. I'm not fighting you. That's how you get him to fight. I would like to believe that he would do the right thing and not stand up for his boss who killed a dog. I I, I, want to believe he would do the right thing. Just set up the first movie, John Wick movies, just with Cosmo there this time. It's like, my idiot son killed John Wick's dog. It's like, oh, bring in Kiryu. Let's see who can uh-huh. win. Yeah. This is a crossover that could legitimately happen, and I don't think it would feel weird at all. No, it wouldn't. I completely agree with you, actually. I would like to see it. I think that would be really fun. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm really curious to see. I know we all are. What, what form Yakuza 8 will take. Um, it, it seems as though what they're talking about with the Yakuza series potentially leaving Japan is a little further off. I don't necessarily yeah. say to, to I don't think we should expect that from eight necessarily, but who knows? Perhaps in the future, that's what will happen. Um, on that note, Synchro Lord with one dollar ninety nine cents says Yakuza like a bald eagle. <laughs> that, <laughs> that doesn't quite have the same ring to it. It just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't sound nearly as cool as like a dragon. <laughs> But uh, at least that would mean that, that Ichiban's coming back as the protagonist, though. So I'll take what I can get. Um, Maximum Loblo with $5 saying, I would kill for a Yakuza 1945 where you play as Kuze. Which I, that maybe that's a character I'm not familiar with. I am with. not familiar. Uh, Steve, yeah, do you, sure. or do you know? Uh, man, Kuze sounds like a familiar name to me. Um, I want to, oh, Yakuza 1945. Nope. Sorry. I was thinking something else. <laughs> okay. Well, 
Apologies we're some not. Yakuza Zero. I'm a, I'm getting oh, okay. close to playing that one, but not quite. I yeah, played I Yakuza, Yakuza Zero, but I'm trying to remember who Kuze was. I didn't beat it though. Um. Oh, mm -hmm. hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got a picture coming up here. Oh, this is why. So I had Kuze and Hamura from uh, Judgment mixed up in my mind, and it's because they look really similar. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Kuze was was one of the boss. I. I kicked his ass in zero. I remember this guy. Uh, that would be kind of interesting, though. I would definitely be down to see uh, one of those kind of lesser-known side characters take center stage for, like, a game set way back in the past. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I, I would say that Kuze, like, 1945, zero takes place in 1988. I think, like, hmm. Kuze would be, like, a teenager or something in, in that right. game. I, I, that I guess. Well, I, I mean, guess he still work, yeah. He's, he's not like a super old man in uh, in uh, Yakuza 0. I mean, you end up kicking his ass. So <laughs> I, he I has mean, to be 50s, maybe maybe 60s tops. The crazy thing that we, with that setting is 1945. That is post-war. That's a wild setting. That would be so cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there, there, there's, yeah, that, there's so much they can do with, you know, kind of branching out with the Yakuza series, as we were saying. So many themes they could take, so many directions, locations, time periods. It'd be really interesting to see. And uh, Maximum Loblo, thank you for the idea and for the donation. Yeah. Uh, next is uh, Luigi and Daisy 315 is back with two more dollars saying, who would win in a fight, John Wick or Solid Snake? Wick. <sighs> I think that's I think I, I think I, easier to call than Kiryu. Kiryu, I haven't I played so. more Metal Gear Solids. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I sorry. think Snake is a super is... soldier, but John Wick, like I yeah. said before, it's all about that resourcefulness. I feel like John mm, could yeah. take most of Snake's weapons off of his body before he could use any. Yeah, I think Snake would have to, to rely on. I, I would say that Snake is probably just as resourceful and is probably better at stealth than John Wick. But if he gets discovered by John, it's over. I mean, it's just I don't see how Snake could possibly stand up to that even though he's See, a super and soldier and that's I, what i wonder yeah how does the encounter go down because i think that that is the qualifying factor here if snake is like dropped in the middle of some place and is hunting john i think he gets the advantage i think if it is a one-on-one yeah. -on -one brawl john takes it every yeah. time but, I, I completely agree with that take yeah snake, um, snake snipes the world's greatest sniper in metal gear solid 3 he just well that's uh -huh. big boss yeah. that's not that's not solid snake Oh, that's true. That's also that's true. 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 All right, you know what? True. I do give it to John Wick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Although Big Boss might um, stand a bigger chance, better chance. But Snake Snake has an advantage that we hadn't thought of, as as Kitty Colors Facts points out in our live audience patron chat, saying Snake. But Snake knows that Kitty Kong is a good boy, so he has the advantage there. <laughs> I love it. I that love it, true. man. And, uh, and spicy pin daughter. Spicy Pandotter also points out that Snake can ride rockets, and that is also true. The twin snakes saw Snake doing some really weird superhuman acrobatic bullet dodging matrixy bullshit. So maybe we're not giving Snake quite enough credit here. But then at the same time, we're talking about John Wick, who is the same, you know, who's played by the same guy who is Neo in the Matrix. So that may not matter either. <laughs> you know, negates um, it. I do think I do think Snake does lose this though. Pretty pretty handily in a one one-on-one -on -one matchup it would be different if snake is staying in you know hiding and he's using his stealth but if it's a 1v1 fight i just don't see how john doesn't take it personally 
Um, yeah, well, moving on to uh, our next super chat, $2 from Hutio saying, turning 20 tomorrow. Very excited. Love you guys. Well, happy. Crazy. Birthday. We got two happy birthdays birthday. tomorrow. Yeah. You tomorrow. and sci-fi lullabies. Seriously. And that's so tomorrow. cool. Yeah, I'm happy turning birthday. 20 on September 10th. That's awesome, man. We're to 20 gang here. I love it. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> It's not that's a lie, but thank you, Hudio, seriously, and happy birthday. Uh, I hope you have a great time. Hope you have some fun stuff planned. Uh, and next is two dollars from Late Night Sprite saying, Big Boss killed a man by waiting five days, he wins. <laughs> I mean, that's true, yeah, that is true. Where's the lie there? I, I, I do think probably Big Boss has it's hard to say because you know, Solid Snake is, is extremely powerful and uh, an expert soldier in his own right, but Big Boss, I feel like maybe. Is just a bit tougher. Maybe. It's hard to say. But that is a very good point. What he goes through in Snake Eater and the fact that he killed the end by waiting five days, that might make him a, a hardier, you know, a hardier matchup for yeah, John. I don't think I'm misremembering which Canonically, game it is. in my brain, I killed the end the, the old fashioned way, so that doesn't count. Yeah, I, I killed the end the, the the proper way. I didn't do the same, the, the time method. <laughs> just I hunted that old man down. Yeah. There is, and, and this is what I was referring to, there is a uh, point in the game very early on where you can just shoot the end in the head and kill him. Yeah. You can yeah, snipe him is. during a cutscene. Which is so cool. They're it's like, hard Come to on, do. old man, yeah. you've got to hunt Snake in the jungle, and Snake's like, I'm already here. And just <laughs> yeah. shoots him in the brain. <laughs> exactly. That. Uh, Zane, Zane Mosney in our, in our YouTube chat says, Kirby versus John Wick. Kirby, done, easy, yep. bam. Yeah. I don't know done. how John Wick even hurts Kirby. Exactly. Kirby, if, yeah. If Kirby steals John Wick's powers, he's literally unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, doesn't he just gain bloodlust? That's all he really gets. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirby already has enough bloodlust bloodlust for the people who steal his food and strawberry shortcake and shit. I don't know if, if he needs more bloodlust. Uh BJ oh, Bovia says, Wow, Ash, you're a baby. I appreciate you taking me seriously, but no, I'm not actually turning twenty. That's that was a lie. I appreciate you though. Um, all right, we do have a couple of more news stories to get through here. So let's uh, go ahead and bring up this next news story in which I travel to Massachusetts for a free dentist cleaning. So let's get that up on screen. So this is this is almost too perfect. There is a dentist in the city of Ashland, Massachusetts. How perfect is that? Who is offering customers a chance to win a free tooth or free teeth cleaning, dental cleaning uh, by just beating him in a one on one match of Smash Brothers Ultimate. And uh, this is this comes with a few rules. So, uh, first of all, the doctor's name. This is Doctor Tej A. Shah from Zen Family Dental in Ashland, Massachusetts. Uh, one challenge per patient, and uh, you can you can bring in any controllers you want as long as it connects to the Switch. He does specify that he has a GameCube adapter. I love this guy. Uh -huh. So this is going to be a three stock battle with a six minute time limit. No items. No final smashes. Omega style level. Uh, no no stage hazards. This is maybe my favorite part. If a patient loses, the patient must post on social media about having lost at Zen Family Dental. That is part <laughs> of it. He, he, he wants you to make sure that people know that he beat you if you lose. This dentist the free cleaning, means business. Yeah, he does. I love it. I love it. A free cleaning does not include an exam or radiographs that are required before the cleaning. Um, and yeah, then it just goes into the, the hours and, this, and days of the week and stuff. So Ash, this is where I have to interject because I love how you opened this story, uh, mentioning that mm -hmm. you're going to go get a free dental cleaning because uh -huh. unbeknownst to you and without speaking to each other, 
at the bottom of the screen, I titled this Ash Paulson to earn free teeth cleaning. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I, yeah, I didn't even see that before I, I introduced the story. That's perfect. Well, Steve, thank you for your for your belief in me, for your confidence <laughs> that I'm just going to go to to Massachusetts and beat this guy. I mean, I don't. It, he clearly, you know, I mean, he talks about different controllers. He has GameCube, a GameCube controller adapter, so he's clearly at least a somewhat serious player. I bet I, you know. Who knows how good he actually is, but I have a feeling that I could get a pretty mega cleaning from this guy for free. I'm just I, saying. I love the idea <laughs> of just two people in a dentist's office battling it out, and then the pop-off being like, now clean my teeth, bitch. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> such a weird... And it kind really of on is. that note, though, like, I don't I don't know this guy. I'm sure he's he's an awesome dentist and a perfectly nice guy, but, you know, I've, I've known some people to be pretty salty after being beaten in smash whether it's <laughs> beaten by me too. or anybody so i'm not sure if i want to beat this guy in smash for a free cleaning and then have the guy i just beat oh, take no. shark tools into my mouth and i'm like is is that the best idea what he's if he's must- pissed and he lost so i actually am not sure how good this guy is this is just brilliant marketing because oh, it is. It is. the thing is He's not losing a lot of money in this. The x-ray and the exams are probably the more expensive part of this part of this uh, whole thing. The cleaning itself probably doesn't cost that much in the grand scheme. So you may be saving 20, 30 bucks, which exactly. is still pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and uh, he even even apparently even has uh, his rates are some of the cheapest in the state of Massachusetts. So there's that. But just think of the national advertisements this guy just got plus the social media aspects so managed to win i mean free advertising almost and you lose well you, you lost a few bucks on a cleaning there's an element here that we're not even considering because like if, if this dentist is really that good at smash that must mean he has really stellar control over his hands which yeah. must mean to me point. that he's an incredible dentist <laughs> yeah that's a really good point there you go. dash all over your teeth <laughs> late night sprites points out late night sprites points out a couple of things in uh live in our live audience patron chat first when in smash lose a tooth that's what i'm scared of if i beat this guy is he gonna be pissed at me that's the thing but as you say it does take place in ashland like i can't not go it's it's almost too perfect i feel like this is and a I, video I really that makes curious. itself <laughs> you gotta send ash over to massachusetts uh, Rec BCQ with a really important question here in live audience chat. Do you think he mains Dr. Mario? That would be too perfect if he did main Dr. Mario. <laughs> I really do want to know, though. I like. I wonder how good this guy actually is. I, I do wish... Honestly, if if his practice was anywhere in, in, in SoCal, like within driving distance, I would make that a video. I think that would actually be fun. It is time for me to go to the dentist. It's been a little while, so I would actually do that, but I don't think I can travel to Massachusetts to make it happen. I just don't think that quite... <laughs> That quite makes sense, unfortunately. But uh, I love what Evernight Studio, our art director, oh, wow. said here in the YouTube chat. This game's winner is gum disease. <laughs> Mace, Mace Face in the patron chat says, I saw somewhere that he mains Little Mac. Oh, I hate, I it hate me, playing that Little Mac games. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That, uh, Little Mac is annoying to deal with, but usually, yeah, Little Mac mains. It's not too bad. That's why he wants to play on Final Destination. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. But uh I mean if I can just get him far enough off the stage though, the match is mine because it's Little Mac. So and and uh you know, Mega Man's pretty good at edge guarding. So I I don't know. Like I said, I think I could I could be in for a pretty mega tooth cleaning if I could get over to Massachusetts, but uh 
But unfortunately, that's a little bit, just a bit far away from Los Angeles. So I don't think it's in the cards. <laughs> I know there are a few people talking about crowdfunding a trip to, for me to go to Massachusetts and oh do this. Oh my gosh. I know, right? Um, all right. Well, let me check and see if we have any more super chats. Uh, nope, we're good. So, uh, yeah. So if you do live in that area, anywhere in or around Ashland, you want a free tooth cleaning and you're good at Smash or at least play Smash, go give it a shot. See what happens. You, you might, uh, you know what? That's Becca's live makes a great point in a live audience chat at PAX East. If I could potentially, I don't know how close Ashland is to Boston, but if I could fit that in during a PAX East covers trip, that would be perfect. Oh, that would be fun. Wow. <laughs> that, that would be, be, you guys all come with me, film it, make it. Plus I'm sure he'd be down because that would bring that much more exposure to his practice. Having a totally. whole crew come in from good vibes gaming and like doing, making this a whole feature. That would be hilarious. Oh, I love it. Except then we'd get your tartar on our microphones. Ooh. It's uh, 35 <laughs> minutes by car. Yeah, I was just looking this up. Well, yeah, as Becca, as Becca points out, it's closer than L.A., which is true. So yeah. if... if uh, the only problem is you have to drive in Boston, and that is a nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, apparently Aaron's Luxcare says his secondary is Pyra and Mithra. He really does, saying he really does like shiny teeth and punching teeth out. Um, that that's a little scary just because anyone who plays Pyra and Mithra is, is a little scary just because Pyra and Mithra are scary. But again, I think, I think I could uh, pull this off. I think, uh, most players I think don't really, you know, other than pro players, of course, but like a lot of people don't really know how to approach fighting a Mega Man main because Mega Man isn't a widely played character. So I've definitely caught a lot of people off guard by them just not knowing how to deal with Mega Man. So I think, I think the odds are in my favor here. I'm just going to say. Um, but we do have one more news story to get through, and this is the uh, I'm calling this the Ash and Steve double wombo combo special because we're kind of combining two smaller stories into one, but they both uh pertain specifically to things that Steve and I are into. So let's go ahead and get that up on screen. So, first of all, um, kind of confirming a lot of reports over the months and, and uh, you know, data mining stuff that we've seen in, in data mines of Rockman X Dive, a.k.a. Mega Man X Dive. Uh, Rockman X Dive is officially coming to Steam. It's coming this month, uh, but only in Asian territories so far. So this is not the Western version, which just came out on mobile. Uh, this is just the Japanese or the Asian version so far coming to Steam. But it's going to be available this month in Taiwan, Hong Kong, Cambodia, Thailand, Singapore, and other Asian territories. And there's not too much to say about this other than I really hope the Western version comes to Steam as well. I just, you know, I have I have Mega Man X Dive on my phone. It's pretty cool, but I just don't enjoy playing it on my phone. And I know there are controller, you know, the grips and the stuff you can get for your phone, but I would actually be down to play this on Steam. I don't play a lot of PC games, but... You know, look, if I can play an, an actual new Mega Man X game with a proper controller on Steam, and I can, especially if I can connect that to my TV, I'd be pretty down for that. So I guess it maybe depends on how well Mega Man X Dive does here in the West. We don't really have any data on that front yet, but I hope so. I would really like to see it on this, PC. Um, I think the yeah. biggest problem with this game would be boringly easy. <laughs> If oh, with, with like proper controller. With, a, with an actual controller? Yeah. 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 It, it probably would be. I haven't played enough of it to know just how difficult it actually gets, but it does seem to be pretty mechanically uh, simplistic, or at least compared to, you know, proper full Mega Man X games. It does seem to be fairly simplistic due to the fact that it is, 
you know, played on, at least thus far, have, having been played on platforms where you just have to use touch controls, and that is its own handicap. So I agree. Having a proper controller probably would make it too easy, but it would make the game a lot more fun, too, and that's kind of what matters to me in the end. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. Um, I assume none of you probably have too much to say on this front, right? Not really. I'm excited to try it on Steam. I've skipped it on iOS for now, but if it comes to Steam, I'll, I'll definitely give it a, a fair shake there. Yeah, yeah. same for me. As uh, RecBTQ says, Ash is trying his best to like the game. Just let him do it. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm willing to get into Mega Man X Dive. I just would rather much rather play it on Steam uh, or consoles, of course, than mobile. But it is what it is. Um, the other part of this, the, the Steve focus part of this that also uh, I think pertains to all of us here is that the dev team behind Fantasy Star Online to New Genesis is taking a stand against hateful behavior and toxicity in their game, uh, saying uh, pledging to implement severe punishments such as account suspension. Uh, when they find toxic and or hateful remarks. And they're also, they also say they're going to work toward improving how they combat toxicity by improving their processes as they identify problems within the in-game player community. And, uh, I, of course, I don't play PSO2 New Genesis, but Steve, of course, you are like the PSO king. Uh, and despite not playing it, I think we can all appreciate this is an awesome thing for the PSO2 New Genesis team to be doing. And oh, I really yeah. specifically... Yeah, I fucking love this, and I love that they're just, hey, you know, it's not like a blanket. We're going to try to make our game as smooth as possible for as many players as possible. They're, like, specifically saying, no, you're hateful, you're toxic, you're out. And I can only hope they come through on these promises. Well, they, they mentioned that they've already banned 1,600 accounts that were found to be oh, out shit. Saying, and, saying racist shit on the server. So uh, just the fact that they're announcing that they punted almost 2,000 players already, I'm like, Hell yeah, keep doing it. Uh, you know, unfortunately for me, I did run into uh, some racists on the game uh, about a month or so uh. ago, and it, it definitely soured my experience because, uh, you know, I play this game primarily with uh, Nick. And for those of you that watched mm. our GVG After Dark stream, uh, you know that Nick's black. <laughs> and it is really hard to convince your black friend to play a game with you where people are spamming the N-word in chat. It's just, you know, so... We stopped playing it uh, just because that was, you know, I don't want to subject anybody to that vile type of behavior, um, whether intentional or otherwise. Yeah. And mm -hmm. just knowing that Sega's doing something about it, I might log in tonight and check it out again. It's been a long while since I've been in. So uh, I'm definitely excited to hear that they're not just saying they're going to do it, but they've already started doing stuff. And uh, yeah. like I said on Twitter, man, uh, hell yeah. Kick racists off of everything. <laughs> there, <Never. laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, there should I'll be no it. place for for racists or other toxically hateful people anywhere, online, offline, no place for them. Yeah, except the morgue. <laughs> you could put them in the Ooh. morgue. I'd be cool with that. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that. Um, <laughs> Derek, you were, you were saying something. I, I I think I'd cut you off. Oh no, I completely forget at this point. It's fine. Oh, fair enough. Cool. Um, yeah, so a little bit of Mega Man X, a little bit of PSO2, New Genesis, uh, you know, serving oh, both stuff. me and Steve. But uh, that does bring us to the end of our news stories for the day. Uh, we do have one more super chat from two dollars or from Luigi and Daisy 315 for two more dollars saying Donkey Kong versus Wreck-It Ralph. You choose. I think, I think DK takes this pretty, pretty handily. Did you I mean, fight him and punch out Wii? <laughs> Yeah, DK's got this. Yeah. 
And for you to say that, Steve, is pretty big because I know you hate DK. I, I don't like DK, but I really hate Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> like, I, oh, no, really? I, I want, want, those I want DK to just brutalize the hell out of Ralph. I, wait, 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 wait. I need to know. Those movies are delightful. What don't you like about Wreck-It Ralph? I mean, the movies are fine. But okay. Ralph is just like a dumpy, angry carpenter dude. Like, I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. Like, cool. I would love to see DK <laughs> shatter your pelvis. Like, it's fine. I mean, I he don't... is pretty toxic in the second one. That's true. He's, yeah. he's quite toxic to Vanellope in the second one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that also, if we're talking about video game characters, DK is definitely way higher up on the hierarchy of characters I care about than Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> also, uh, Jose Jomed Natir, Iowa, uh, did you see the Nickelodeon video? And I believe I mentioned this to you guys. I don't think you've seen it yet, but um, just a little off aside, just so we can mention it, Wave Dashing and Nickelodeon All-Stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I saw that. So, it is wild. Yeah. I, it's funny. I actually did get a chance while while we were doing the uh, this episode. I I took a peek at one of the videos that IGN has of Nick All Stars Brawl, just in case it came up, and it it has. And I'm still looking forward to the game, but it's so just unfortunate and just uh, disappointing, I guess, for the game to have an announcer. And then the game starts, and there. I mean, we knew there was going to be no voice acting in the game, yeah. but like no even voice clips or anything, no voice clips from old shows. I mean, you have characters like Nigel Thornberry and the Ninja Turtles and Helga, and I mean, to have them be silent is is such a lost opportunity. I mean, imagine Smash Brothers, but no one talks. Imagine Mario not having voice clips. Like, like that's these are car- beloved cartoon characters and like to have them quiet. be silent. It's awkwardly quiet. And it just, it really does strip the game of so much personality that it could otherwise have. I guess yeah. they, the, the budget was only so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm still looking forward to playing it. It's just, man, it's such a bummer. Um, hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. We're still going to cover it and play it here on the channel. Uh, you know, we'll certainly make it a, an EP squad uh, game that we play. Uh, yeah. Really quick, I just want to shout out Late Night Sprites in our live audience patron chat saying, uh, this is my first time in the patron chat. Thanks, everyone, for making this a good night. Well, we're so happy to have you in our live audience chat, Late Night Sprites. And thank you, as always, again, for all your donations and just for supporting the channel. We love you. And we're happy to have you here in the community. And with that said, we have reached the end of episode 131. Oh, as I say that, as I say <laughs> that, one more donation has come in. Uh, two pounds from Alan Wilkinson saying, uh, possibly worth mentioning Titanfall 2's issues. I don't know uh, the issues. Know that's, yeah, that's a good right idea. We, we, we couldn't sneak it in, into uh, the episode as a full news story, but that's a good point. Titanfall 2 has some uh, issues right now uh, that, that basically, some I guess, some exploits that make it a risk for you to even launch it let alone have it on your computer or your PC. So if you are a PC player of Titanfall 2, get rid of it. Don't launch it. Apparently it is uh, an open window for hackers to get a hold of your system. Uh, Brandon, it sounds like you've read about this a little bit. Do you want to explain it in slightly more detail than I have? I don't know the the exact uh, situation, but uh, I guess the the game's launcher has been exploited so that people on the other side will have direct access to your computer if you launch the game. Um, so just if, like you said, if it's on your computer, get rid of it, don't launch it. And hopefully this is resolved, but this seems pretty bad. 
it it does from what i've read it seems like it's a pretty severe issue so Titanfall two players of course be safe yeah. be very careful out there i'm yeah and, and i didn't hear about this that's wild so i'm reading yeah. about this uh apparently uh what brandon is saying is is 100 accurate there so basically the launcher has some kind of vulnerability in it that allows uh malicious actors hackers to to execute code from the server on your machine so it essentially gives them remote access oh. to both pcs and consoles with what? uh that have yeah. the launcher installed so that i've never heard of a vulnerability that huge in a game before that is terrifying <laughs> like that means they could do essentially anything uh yeah you, yeah wow i how does that get I mean, this is not the first thing I'm reading. Uh, Kat Bailey, our friend and former guest, uh, has a great piece on this up on IGN uh, where she mentions that apparently the servers for this game have just been repeatedly getting hit with just ridiculous issues left and right. So sounds like a great time to just say goodbye to that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully EA will do something, but as Kira Queen is mentioning in YouTube, meanwhile, they're doing nothing. Hopefully something will happen. I mean, this is this is a, a game killing issue here. I mean, once people enough people find out about it, who's going to want to run it on their PC? So, hopefully they address this. It, it seems like it should be fixable. I would hope. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely mean, hope. I'm sure that there's a way to do it, but I I wonder if at this point the servers are so compromised that they would have to you know pull a PSN and take them down for several months and and rebuild, which would irreparably damage the game. Unlike PSN, yeah. you know, it's not an essential service for gaming. So mm -hmm. people will just say, I don't need Titanfall 2 in my life and stop playing yeah. it. Right. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but with that, we have reached the end, the true end of episode 131. Like, again, it happened. I, I swear this is on purpose. So <laughs> we just got one more super chat from uh, Keaton Keatsune for $5 saying, hey, guys, nice show. By the way, Psychonauts 2 is a thing, as, I, as I'm sure you know. It is awesome. So Beyond Good and Evil 2 win. Man, I keep hearing Give about up. how many people love Psychonauts 2, and I want to play this game so badly. So badly. That is one of the first things I'll be playing on it when I do. I plan on getting an Xbox Series X sometime before the end of the year. Uh, originally, it was for Forza Horizon 5, but I want it for Psychonauts as well. So it will be a game that I play. I know it's available on PlayStation, but... As I understand it, the Xbox version is the lead platform. Um, you get a lot of enhancements on that on that platform that you don't get on PS5, which I think is essentially the, really a PS4 version. So, yeah, there's not a there's yeah. not a next gen version on PS5. I have it on Steam and Xbox, and it is fantastic. It I is can't wait to play it. Every bit worth your money. Uh, and also, Keaton Keatsune, please don't apologize. We super appreciate the super chat. I'm just being silly. Uh, you did not ruin the end. You made it even better because we got another donation from uh, from you and your kindness. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, don't be uh, sorry really for supporting us. No, we appreciate yeah, no, be sorry. It's just funny that it keeps happening right during the outro. But seriously, thank you so much. Uh, finally, we got two more dollars from Rec BCQ saying this extra chat was on purpose, and <laughs> thank you for that. There <laughs> I we love go. It. Seriously, thank you all so much. Uh, it, it is really, we love doing this with you three times a week. And with that, we have reached the end of episode 131 of Today's News Tonight. 
Uh, and as always, uh, we have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen, because without you, it would not be happening. And as I said, we love doing this three times a week with all of you. It is uh, one of the highlights of my week and I think all of our weeks. So thank you so much, uh, truly, from the bottom of our hearts. But as always, we have to give an extra special thank you to all of our uh, patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine folks include Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Etiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Pagrima, Kinrule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Joseph Bayer, Aurum M, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, West Egg, Deneth, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes in 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Darik, Nathan the Voice Actor, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Fangs, Dinner Sonic, Frayhem, Mason Riley, Keel, or oh, and Keel, thank you so much, everyone, for your incredibly generous support of our channel and of uh, of uh, us on Patreon. And if you are interested in f- figuring out more about how you can support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. Check out our tiers. We offer a bunch of tiers uh, from ranging from $1 a month all the way up to $400 a month, as well as a bunch of price ranges in between, all of them offering really cool, unique perks at each level. So check us out there if you can. But even if you don't, we'd love it if you can support us here on YouTube by just liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell. And as a reminder, when we hit 75,000 subs, we are going to be giving away a Switch OLED to one of our random YouTube subscribers. So uh, help us get there. The the sooner the better, because that means the sooner we can get a Switch OLED in your hands. So uh, as always, thank you all so much, everybody. And we will see you on Friday for the next episode of Today's News Tonight. Until then, good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye, everybody. See ya.